People always ask me, where do you record your podcast at? At the crib, in my bed, on my phone, on Anchor. Anchor is free. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute it to all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I make money off my podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Black Girl Experience sent you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Black Girl Experience. It's your girl, Jasmine Danielle, a.k.a. your favorite hood philosopher. It has been a whole week. I ain't checked in with y'all niggas. But I, I think I'm back now. I think I'm back. Um, 2019 is almost over. We are about to step into a new fucking decade. A new decade. A whole new 10 years is approaching. So last night I was just sitting there thinking like, it's really been 10 fucking years. What's happened in 10 years? Man. A lot, but also nothing has happened in 10 years for me. I'm being honest. I'm being completely honest. Um, I say nothing because I feel like I don't really have nothing to show for. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like just a lot of growth happened in 10 years. I feel like I learned a lot in 10 years. I feel like I went through a lot in 10 years. Um... You know, I've been through a lot of relationships, not necessarily romantic, but a lot of relationships. Like, I went through a lot of phases. Looking back, I can see the growth. I can see everything that I went through clearly, why I went through that. Um, A lot of people that I interacted with were lessons. There were a lot of lessons through people that I dealt with and man I just 10 years that's so fucking crazy to me I also had like came to this realization last night that my intuition is super strong because there have been moments in my life where I literally felt a certain type of way about a person like I'm not even going to dig deep into it, but I had a very strong feeling about a person that I hadn't even, maybe like had seen once, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't interact with them until, you know, months later or whatever, and it didn't turn out well at all. Like, but I remember just feeling like, it's something about this person that's just not right. And, like, I, you know, I don't know. I had dealings with them. I interacted with them. And it, it was not good. So, um, <laughs> I was just thinking about that last night. Like, my intuition is super strong. And I feel like I feel like that now. And, you know, I should just cut shit off before it even begins but anyway the end of a decade 
So 10 years ago was 2009. Um, I'm not going to run through every fucking year, every fucking, you know, thing that happened to me. Because to be honest, I can't even think of... um, I can't even think of a lot of significant moments for a lot of these years. Like, I don't forgot. My mind is... My mind is just blank for a lot of shit, but I'm going to try to point out specific points that I think are important for the past decade. So, January, (laughs) damn, see, (laughs) can't even talk about the past. January 2009, um, I don't even really remember bringing in the new year. I'm trying to think. Because 2008 is when I went to college. That's when I started off at Eastern. Um, I'm trying to think what I did in the new year. I was probably, you know what? I was probably bringing the new year in at Lot 1210 downtown with my friends at the time. Um, Y'all know when I went to Eastern, I was actually never even there. Never fucking there. That first year that I went to Eastern, I was always in Detroit partying. We was always going to the male strip club, all of that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I don't know what would have been worse. Because now that I think about it, like, um, during that time period, I was always going to the male strip club with my friends. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with some male strippers during that time. Um, and I'm just trying to think, like, because first of all, I dodged a lot of bullets fucking with niggas that I had no business fucking with. But I always think about, like, dang, what would happen if I would have been, you know, at Eastern all the time, going to the parties? I probably would have been fucking with a little lame-ass nigga at Eastern, and who knows where that would have went. So, ah, uh, you can't, that's what I'm saying. You can't go back and change shit, whatever. But, yeah, I was always in Detroit, always with my friends, always going to the club. I was driving to Detroit every night just to drive all the way back to Ipsy. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Probably just partying during the new year. I'm trying to think. Nothing. I'm trying to think. When I turned 19, I don't remember my birthday. I don't remember that birthday in 2009. I don't remember it. Um... Let's see, we're going to fast forward to like the summertime, like June 2009. Um, At that point, I had went and stayed at my mom's house that summer. And it was cool. I was, you know, just going out, whatever, blah, say, blah. Um, I remember July 2009 vividly because... I remember July 4th for some like I remember the outfit I had on. I remember my dad had came back and visited. I remember taking pictures that day. And I also remember going downtown that night. I don't know who I went with. Um, I remember my hairstyle and everything. Um, but what also sticks out to me is that when I went downtown that night, um, I had actually saw my baby daddy and his homeboy. And That was, like, the start of it. I told y'all on here before, like, um, his friend was the one that was actually trying to talk to me at first. And, like, we probably had talked on the phone. I think we might have went to the movies one time, but it didn't go nowhere. 
And then somehow I ended up talking to my baby daddy. Um, and that's when that started that summer before my second year of college. So at that point, I remember like just talking to him every day and all of that. At that point, we had a really good friendship. I went back to school. I was back at Eastern. Um, that time around, I had got an apartment. I had two roommates. Uh, you know, we was kicking it heavy. By the time October came, I was in a relationship. Um, <clears throat> that's when we made it official. Um, I don't know. Christmas was cool that year. You know, New Year's. All I, I don't really remember New Year's for real, but I remember Christmas was cool. Um, 2010. Um, yeah, I don't really remember New Year's. Let's see, 2010. When I turned 20, I remember that day. I remember my birthday that year. I had went to the club with my with my roommates and my homegirls. Um, I think we went to <laughs> I think we went to lot 1210. That was that was my spot. I ain't gonna lie. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Just finishing out the school year. At that point, that's when I had, um, you know, has my relationship with my roommates and my friends had started changing because I was in a relationship and I was spending more time with him than I was with my friends. And, and that was always so weird to me because one of the girls that I was roommates with, like, she had a boyfriend, you know what I'm saying, so it wasn't like, oh, bitch, you got a boy, you know, like, and her nigga used to always be at our crib, so, I don't know, people just got weird when I got in a relationship, we stopped talking, we fell out, um, I remember when it was, like, pushing towards the summertime, I had ended up leaving the apartment early and just moving my shit out because it got to the point where we literally was walking past each other and wasn't saying shit they was talking shit about me it was just you know what i'm saying so it was just like wow so that was the end of that that summer um (laughs) now here, here here's something funny me and my baby daddy started dating. Well, we we officially made it official in October 2009. I got pregnant in June 2010. So, um, I remember finding out I was pregnant. <laughs> I went to Planned Parenthood to take the pregnancy test. I don't know. I could have just bought a pregnancy test, but I, I went. I don't know. I guess I went to. Don't ask me why I did. I don't know. I went to Planned Parenthood and took the pregnancy test. Um, I remember... Well, first, let me say this. I remember um, my baby daddy one day was like, "Mm, you look like you gaining weight. And mind you, like, this... I found out I was pregnant, like, the day of or the day after. You know, like, I found out super early. So he was just like, I don't know. You just look different. And I'm like, wow, thanks. I look fat. So that was one that was like the first sign. Then I remember him asking me like, um, dang, did you like you ain't start your period this month? I'm like, dang, shut on me, fam. You don't know my body. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it switch up. And I'm like, dang, I remember <laughs> this might be a little T vibe, but it's really not. But I remember I was putting panty liners in my panties going to work every day like i'm gonna start my period today that bitch never came i was like dog 
my period at? So then that's when I went to Planned Parenthood. And I took the test. And I remember the girl was like, you're pregnant. And I just remember like a tear rolling down my eye. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm really pregnant. <laughs> and she was like, you know, just telling me the options. Like, if you decide to keep it, that's going to be great. We also have like um, pamphlets about adoption or abortion and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, damn, I'm really pregnant. And um, I just remember feeling like, dang, I feel super young. At the time, I was 20. You know what I'm saying? I was in college. I'm like, I'm not stable enough to have no baby. Like, I don't know what he gonna say. I don't know what my family gonna say. Like, I, I was so confused. So, um... I mean, I remember telling him, and I just remember him kind of being, like, I guess kind of, like, scared. I think he was more so scared of what his family was going to say. I don't know. Um, But he also, I do remember, um, I remember him saying, like, one time, like, that I thought it was cute that people around us was having babies or whatever and stuff. He, like, he's, I just remember him saying, like, you think that shit cute? And I'm like, bro, I ain't do this by myself. You know what I'm saying? But what was also weird to me, I remember I had told one of my homegirls at the time, and she was like, well, who do you want to tell first? Like, what do you want to do? Um, I had always knew from the beginning, like, that I wasn't going to get no fucking abortion. I've never had an abortion in my life. Um... And I don't, I just don't think that men really understand, like, the attachment and the feelings and the emotions that go with it when you find out that you're pregnant. Like, I'm a whole fucking mom. Like, y'all might not feel like y'all become a parent until the baby get here. When you're a mom, you're a mom when you find out you're pregnant, bro. So, like, I was already attached. I already had new in my mind. I didn't want to get an abortion. Um, it was so weird because y'all know my situation or my relationship with my mom we never really been close or whatever and at the time you know this was the summer when we had came home from school so this summer I was staying at my grandparents house and um I'm like oh my god they gonna they gonna fucking have everything in the world to say about me being pregnant um I didn't really want to tell my dad right off the bat so even though me and my mom would were not super close or whatever like I don't know why I decided to tell her first. And she was just like, okay, well, um, she was real supportive. You know, she was like, um, um, you know, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean that, you know, you got to stop going to school if you don't want to, whatever. Like, he don't have to stop going to school. He was also playing basketball at the time. So he had a lot of stuff on his plate. I guess he probably was feeling like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to give up everything, whatever. And, you know that i mean that that's how niggas feel that's how niggas that's how niggas think but for me you know what i'm saying i I felt like i was gonna have to give up a lot too but and that's the difference between women and men like women are gonna give up everything i'm not saying that he didn't give up everything or whatever but in a way he didn't because you know what i'm saying i'm no and i'm and i'm not blaming him for that you know it was my choice to drop out of school and all of that but it's the the load is different for men and women when it comes to having a child. Niggas can still pretty much go on about their life. A woman's whole life changes when she has a baby. 
So, but she was like, you know, he don't have to stop playing basketball. He don't have to stop going to school. Like, you should let him know that, blah, 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 whatever. And um, then I remember telling my dad that I was pregnant. And he was just like, okay, well, if you pregnant, Jasmine, y'all should go get married and blah. I'm like, why should we do that? I felt like that was the stupidest advice that he could have ever gave me because um, my dad had my twin brothers when he was 21. And he told me that he felt like he married their mom because he felt like it was the right thing to do, which wasn't. They ended up getting a divorce, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Um, So I think he just, you know... It's one of those situations where a father wants the best for his daughter. You know, you want her to be treated like a fucking queen, even though your life was not a reflection of what you wanted mine to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just really feel like I hate when people be in relationships for the kid. We got to do this for the kids. We got, you know what I'm saying? I would never want to pressure somebody to marry me because I'm pregnant with a child. You know what I'm saying? Um... And I, it, it was, I'm like, bro, I'm not, no, we not doing that. That's not what this is. Like, you either going to be for it or you against it. You know what I'm saying? But either way, I kind of already got it made up in my mind. I just wanted to tell you whatever. So, he, and, and, but I under, I understood where my dad was coming from because he was saying, like, I don't understand how somebody will, you know, want to make you a mother but not make you a wife. And that is understandable. But also, I'm like, bro, that's just too much. Like, whatever. So then he ended up telling his parents and surprisingly his surprisingly his parents was so cool about it like just so fucking cool and I think that like kind of lifted the weight on his shoulders and made him feel better and then at that point I feel like he was all on board. So um yeah, the rest of 2010 just pregnant as fuck. Um 2011 I don't remember that New Year's. I don't really remember it. Um, Also, during my pregnancy, my pregnancy was lit. I didn't work during my pregnancy. I was staying at home. I watched Jersey Shore all the, like, that was my show at the time. I used to be pregnant as fuck just watching um, Jersey Shore all the time. During that time, when I was pregnant, I used to drink a lot of Pepsi. I used to eat McDonald's all the fucking time. Ew. I used to give me a motherfucking 10-piece nugget with a large fry. And that, that's what I ate my whole fucking pregnancy, for real. Um, so, let's see. March 2011, I turned 21. I was pregnant as fuck at the time. Um, and my due date, my birthday is March 3rd. My due date was March 20th. March 20th came and went. I was like, what the, where is this baby at? Um, and it was bad. Th- those last days... I was so fucking big. My, I felt like he was going to fall out of my vagina. I could barely fucking walk. Um, so he ended up coming on March 24th, 2011. Our birthdays are exactly three weeks apart. Um, and three is a very significant number to me because that's my favorite number. Um, my birthday is 3-3. Three, three. Um, you know three is like significant or like symbolic of like the mind body and spirit like i'm just super into numerology so three has always just been like a number for me but anyway so then i had him i pretty much i really enjoyed the fact that i could stay at home i still didn't work during that time so i stayed at home most of the time when my child was a newborn like 
so I got that time to really be there with him, to really nurture him, and you know what I'm saying? Didn't have to worry about paying for daycare or sending him with some people that I didn't know. Um, I ended up getting a job, oh, this, and I feel like now it's going to turn into like a story that y'all already know, but I'll still go with it, whatever. So... Now I got to pull up my resume so I can keep going with the story, though. So I want to say it was like at the end of 2011, that's when I started working. And I had just got a little petty-ass job at Walgreens. And that's when I was working. I was working as a cashier at Walgreens. I was working the night shift from like... 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. It was the little Walgreens on Northwestern Highway, so it was low-key, kind of like the hood. I mean, it's in Southfield, but that's one of the hoodest Walgreens you're going to come across, especially at the night shift when niggas is leaving the club and all of that. So I always saw all the strippers coming through there. Um, Y'all homegirl Delicious used to come through there all the time. Um, Niggas used to always be stealing that bitch. It was just whatever. It was I don't know. I met some interesting people during that time. Um, that's when I remember I used to be on the phone with my dad at night when I used to be at work there. And I remember having conversations with him about trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life and what I was passionate about. So all of this stuff was already in my mind. You know, this is what I mean. Like when seeds is planted, like, and you just look back and see where every, like where you've come from. Like, this is when all of that started. Like I already had knew what I wanted to do, all of that. Um, that, that was big for me. Um, contemplating going back to school and all of that. I did end up going back to school, but that was in, okay, I'm I'm gonna get there. Okay, so, um, in 2012, I don't really remember that New Year's either, but in the year 2012, I ended up getting, my baby daddy had worked at a law firm for the summer, um, and he was like working with a bunch of niggas that he used to hoop with. And after he left that job, he ended up, you know, um, oh, he ain't get me in there because I had to interview for the motherfucking job and I got it. But he was he was the wingman. He was the the alley oop to get into there. Um, so I worked there for a while. I met a lot of people there. Um, you know that I'm still well, not a lot of people that I'm still cool with today, but a few, a few. Um, a few people. So, um, 2013, I don't, see, this is what I, it's, it's, it's really a fucking blur now. Shit is starting to become a blur, but it was cool. That's when me and my baby daddy ended up breaking up in 2013. Uh, <laughs> I actually remember going to work one of those days. I remember crying at work one of them days, like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I ain't gonna go too deep into that. I feel like I already pretty much talked about that before. Uh, um, I stayed at that law firm. I stayed at that job until 2014. I ended up getting fired from that bitch. Oh, very. Oh, I remember this time. It was another time of unemployment. Um, I, I probably will say that I was depressed during that time. I lost my job. At least I was getting, uh, what's it called, unemployment during that time. But it was just very kind of depressing. I remember, I don't know, I was going through a moment, trying to process that breakup, all of that. I had went through a phase where my skin was just really fucking bad. Like, it was, ugh, 
it was bad. It was a bad time. Um, let me see what else. So 2014. Um, I had got fired from that job in January. I ended up getting a job at a temp service in October of 2014. Um, at this little call center for Chrysler or whatever. Met a lot of interesting people there. That's when my spiritual awakening started. Um, didn't even know it. Like, that's when that Janae um, sold out album had came out. And I just remember, like, I loved that CD so much. Like, it resonated with me so much. And I never understood why. But now, looking back, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I can understand why. Because if y'all don't know, Janae is a super spiritual person. Like, uh, I like what she's doing now with her concerts and whatever. And, like, doing the the sound healing concerts with the bowl and all like she really trying to bring healing to people so i feel like that is why that album resonated with me so much she was talking about a lot of spiritual shit on them songs um so yeah and i remember um (laughs) this guy had actually bought me that cd and uh, I don't want to say we dated but we was kicking it or whatever um i feel like he was just a very he was an important lesson in my life in a way he was another nigga that ended up being on some bullshit but um i i he was also a tattoo artist i've talked i fuck with three tattoo artists in my life and that it's so funny to me because i really like i just like creative ass niggas like i like niggas that are into music into art um you know i just i just don't I don't like the the norm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like... I don't know. We used to just have, like, some really, like, deep conversations. And he was just... I don't know. But even... Yeah, he was on some bullshit, too. But, um... I don't know. I feel like he was just an, an important lesson in my life. But... Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think. Um... Also, during these years, you know, I was fucking with niggas, whatever, fake dating, all that shit, just going going through the phases, going through the shit, you know, I'm trying to think, 2015 is really a fucking blur, I don't remember, I don't, I can't, I can't recall no New Year's days for none of these, I don't know, this is where it gets really fucking blurry, um, then you got two, let me go back to the resume, let me see. Um, oh, also, but wait, when I, uh, when I was working at that little call center and stuff, you know, I had met, like, little people at the job or whatever. I went through a phase where I was drinking a lot, um, drinking a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, yeah. Let me see. 2015. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so... 2015 is clear because I remember I remember New Year's Eve 2014. I remember I feel like I was taking my son to my brother's house to stay the night. And I really didn't even have no plans on the floor. But, you know, I was going to hang out. And I remember getting on 
Facebook and seeing that um, my best friend from middle school, Tierra, had got murdered on New Year's Eve. I remember bawling my fucking eyes out just because even though me and her we wasn't as cool as we was in middle school or whatever we would just pretty much like stay in touch through social media but she was a very big part of my life you know what i'm saying and y'all know like i grew up fast i was doing a lot of shit i had no business doing when i was younger also another part of this decade was um my very first boyfriend who was her uncle was tiara's uncle he got killed in 2010 and i remember uh i found out that he had got killed like right around the time that i had got pregnant and now i don't know i just remember that moment too but yeah so she had got killed on new year's eve so that was just it was it was it was a tough time for me i'm like dang like that the way she left the world very just very bold very cold but um yeah And during that time, I was still unemployed. But I remember right after that in January, I ended up getting a job at another, like, I don't know, law firm, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, Slash title company, whatever. Um, So I started that job there in January. Um, I I met some friends there, some lifelong friends there. Uh, 2016 I don't remember this New Year's Um, I ended up going to another job still in these streets doing me blase blah like all of this shit is really a blur 2017-2018 been unemployed a couple a couple more times all of that um, I will say that in 2018 is when I went vegetarian, November 2018. Um, damn, I didn't even say when I started the podcast. I started the podcast uh, Jan- January 2018. Yeah, so that's when shit really, shit got really real. Um, and here we are now in motherfucking 2019. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was a really good breakdown for y'all, but that that's what happened throughout this decade. Um, my son is about to be fucking nine. That nigga's almost a decade old. But like I said, looking back now, I just feel like You know, I said, I feel like um, a lot has happened, but also nothing has happened. Like, like I said, I feel like I don't really have much to show for what has happened in 10 years. But as far as everything that I've went through and everything that I've learned and the knowledge that I'm stepping into and the person that I've become, I feel like (laughs) I've grown a lot mentally, emotionally spiritually you know what i'm saying i feel like i'm definitely a different person than i was 10 years ago and you should be you should be a different person every year you should keep changing and not that change is a bad thing like nobody should be staying the same um 
you know, I see a lot of people on the internet going back and forth like, oh, here y'all go, new year, new me, da-da-da-da-da. You know, everybody got their thoughts and their opinions on that. But for me, I just feel like, I feel like it should be a new year, new you. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like you don't have to wait until January 1st to make this big change for your life. You know what I'm saying? If you want to change, you have to change in the moment. You have to change now. That's what's important. Um, there is no power in the clock. So don't think that at 11.59 on the 31st, it's like, okay, I'm going to change my life. And then at 12.01, you're going to be this this totally different person. It's, it's not about that. It's, it's about a mindset. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I started working on 2020 six months ago. I've I've changed my 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 mentality so much, you know what I'm saying? And and that's where it starts. That's how the discipline comes in cuz you have to mentally change. You can't just say you're going to do something. Like you got to put it in your mind that you're going to fucking do it. And you just got to do it. Um and but I'm not trying to discourage people that do want to start on the first or whatever. If you want to make a change, you got to just put in the motherfucking work and do it. And like I said, just do it. It, it, That's all you can. People be trying to think of some crazy ass way to get their goals. Nigga, you just got to get up and do it. And stop fucking talking about it. Stop talking about the moves that you're making in silence. Nigga, we'll see it. We'll see the results. So do that. Um... I hope everybody, I know, I know, I know I done got niggas on the manifestation tip as much as I be talking about it. Because I see a lot of people talking about manifesting shit now. I'm not trying to take all the credit, but I'm just saying, I hope that y'all learn the power of the subconscious mind. I hope that y'all are conscious about the things that y'all do, that y'all say, that y'all speak into existence. I hope that y'all manifest y'all wildest dreams. I hope y'all go after y'all dreams. I hope y'all accomplish y'all goals. Um, I hope that y'all uplift one another. I hope that we buy black all 2020. I hope that, you know, we just come together and be better as a people. I hope we support each other. I hope we love each other. Um, I hope that we create legacies. I hope that we have beautiful black fucking families. Um, I hope that we learn to love ourselves. Self-love is key. That's first. Knowledge of self is important as well. Um... So, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I hope the year is good for y'all. Um, I don't have no plans for New Year's Eve. I'm not going out to turn up. Don't invite me to no club. I'm not going. I'm not doing it. I'm going to be at home making a motherfucking vision board. Um, I don't know if my son is going to be with me, but if he is, I told him that we're making vision boards. Um, I'm going to continue to set intentions for the new year i'm going to continue to write out my goals and the things that i want to manifest i'm going to continue to speak those things into existence i'm going to try to step up my creative abilities uh in the new year i'm going to try to really um i'm going to try to you know step deeper into my psychic and intuitive abilities in the new year i'm going to continue to educate myself i'm going to continue to watch lectures i'm going to continue to read and um you know research uh the 
research information and the ideas that I have for this business plan. Um, I'm really tired of the man. I'm really tired of jobs. Like, even though I do need money, it's just getting to a point where it's like, bro, I got to figure this shit out um, and how I'm going to make money with myself. That So I guess that's the goal. Um, I'm trying to manifest a motherfucking 2020 G-Wagon. I'm trying to manifest my own home. I'm trying to manifest a black king, a black man. You know what I'm saying? That's emotionally, intellectually, sexually compatible with me. I wrote a whole manifestation paper on the man that I, that, that I want. And it's deep. It's deep. I hope, man, whoo, it's literally everything that I want. Um, So hopefully, you know, he'll be here in the new year. We gonna see. Um, I, you know, one of my major things every year that I've always said was gonna be a resolution or a plan or whatever is to get in shape and to get in the gym. That's one of my things again. You know, it is. And I'm just going to have to just do it, period. I guess I'm going to have to do the home workout, though, because I ain't got no gym membership. So, I don't know. But my shit is just to stay focused, to continue to be around other like-minded people that are on the same wave, the same frequency as me. Um, Obviously, I'm not doing none of the shit that I was doing 10 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Always drinking, always in the club, always going out, always spending money on dumb shit. I'm in a new headspace. I have new people around me. I have all these great ideas. I'm in my bag creatively, spiritually, all of that. So I'm just in a different place. I'm proud of my growth. I feel like I don't have physic in the physical. I feel like I don't have nothing to really show for these past 10 years but um it was a learning experience you know what i'm saying and (laughs) hey i overcame a lot i've been through a lot i'm still here i'm still learning i'm still growing i'm still teaching my son so that hopefully he don't gotta go through the shit that i went through you know what i'm saying so um and i'm just here i'm i'm being a vessel i'm being i'm being a storyteller for y'all i'm you know what i'm saying so that y'all don't have to go through the shit that i went through too either so that's all i got for y'all today i hope y'all enjoyed this long ass episode i know it got kind of like damn bitch what happened during these years i told you it was a motherfucking blur it was a motherfucking blur for some of it but i hope that y'all enjoyed this episode um, make sure that you follow me on all platforms at Podcast Bay and Podcast Bay One on Twitter. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review on why you love the Black Girl Experience. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like the videos, comment, hit the notification bell so that you never miss a motherfucking upload. That's all I got for y'all. I'm out.